Good morning and welcome back to your Live Big podcast with me, Ananda Kate. And today is such a beautiful day. I hope you're feeling a lighter energy moving through the cosmos today like I am. Um, and if not, if you're moving through some shadow work, just know that it, it's meant to be right now. So just hold yourself in deep, deep reverence and love. Um, today we're going to dive into some more prayer poetry for April 28th, 2021, as well as an oracle card reading for you today. So grab a tea, relax, and let's dive in. So welcome back. I'm out here on my back porch just eating some papaya, drinking some ceremonial cacao, and just really starting my day off right. (laughs) Yesterday was a tough day for me moving through some shadow work. Um, There was some heaviness moving through with the full moon. There was a pink super full moon in Scorpio, so that was um, the most powerful full moon of this year yet. And it was supposed to move us through releasing some of those subconscious, um, self-conscious things that we hold about ourselves, vulnerability, things that we don't want to look at ourselves for, right? Um, And not just that, not like characteristics necessarily, but things that we've been holding on to as well subconsciously that need to be let go. So... I was moving through some of that stuff, some stress that I've been holding on to about things that I consciously don't think about every day. And so when we're moving through that stuff, we just need to remember that a lot of that lives in the subconscious mind. So, And thank God it does because honestly, I couldn't wake up every day focusing on that stuff. So that's the reason why it lives there is so that we can function properly and we can get through our day but when we give ourselves time to really really sit with our feelings and our um our our heaviness we start to understand just how much stress we're actually holding on to and why it's affecting us why we react in certain ways to other people because we actually haven't kind of cleared our plate yet of processing these emotions that we're holding on to in our subconscious mind So just understanding that when you take time to meditate or when you just take time to sit with yourself without reading, without TV, without music, without anything, you can start to just feel into the body and know that that's a really safe place to be because the body wants to release these stressors that it's holding on to, but it needs time to process it. It also needs attention from our conscious mind. Right? And this is why we call it, call these spaces when we do this work. That's why we call it consciousness and conscious community. Because we are bringing the conscious mind to almost turn around and look at that subconscious mind and say, Hey, I see you. Let's work with this. Let's process these emotions and let's move forward. And that's really what it's about. It's not It's not about sitting in your depression, right? It's not going to last, right? And I think as a society, we think, oh, if we're feeling bad, that that's just depression. That's not true, obviously. I mean, we have to know the dark in order to understand the light, 
right? We wouldn't know what happiness is if we were happy all the time because we wouldn't know the contrast of that. We wouldn't have anything to compare it to. So we have to go into these places where we feel sad and down. And yeah, sometimes it does feel like depression, but honestly, it really is necessary to feel this way sometimes and know that that will pass as long as you sit with it in a healthy way. Because if we sit with it in this like idea of like, well, I'm just a depressed person, I have depression, then no, you're not going to move through it consciously. Moving through it consciously means understanding that this is giving you a lesson, a message about yourself and that there's always something to be learned from it. And, And going into the underworld, into the dark side of the mind is really fruitful. Right? Like Trevor Hall says, the fruitful darkness that we can come out with these gems, uh, fruits of our labor by going into those dark places within us and starting to elevate emotionally, um, spiritually, in, and um, intellectually as well. So I hope that you're not afraid to go into those places, especially understanding that when we have a super painful moon in Scorpio, that those are some deep waters. Scorpio is the, you know, the scorpion that lives on the deepest of the deepest waters. And so this is where, and water obviously, it symbolizes emotion. And so when we're moving through these times and we're really being conscious about how we're feeling, conscious about what's coming up for us, and we're working with it, we can start to understand what's happening um, with the energy around us, with the energy within us, psychologically, um, and also how we are aligned with it. And that's a really cool thing to move into if you see it as an opportunity or you see it as a gift. That's something that is really opportunistic for you because you're going to come out with these gems that are just for you and be able to become a better person ultimately because of it you know we want to strengthen ourselves emotionally and increase our emotional intelligence and we can do that when we're not reacting you know because you're gonna in these times we start to react things start to bubble to up to the surface and we can either take it out on other people and react to it or we can step away and work with it proactively right step away sit with it um exercise with it move with it sing with it listen to it all of these ways where we can use it to our advantage so i hope that you're using it to your advantage so today let's dive into our dana folds going in and in i found so something that's funny about this book is that it's kind of is ripped in half (laughs) so i have the back book of it and the front book of it and i just found the front book of it so we have a lot more poems to go through so what do we need to hear today Okay, so on page 25, The Gifts of Life, the chapter is called The Gifts of Life, and the prayer poem is called Allow. There is no controlling life. Try corralling a lightning bolt. 
containing or tornado. Dam a stream and it will create a new channel. Resist and the tide will sweep you off of your feet. Allow and grace will carry you to higher ground. The only safety lies in letting it all in. The wild with the weak. Fear, fantasies, failures, and success. When loss rips off the doors of the heart, or sadness fails your vision with despair, practice becomes simply bearing the truth. In the choice to let go of your known way of being, the whole world is revealed to your new eyes. So that prayer poem is pretty um, straightforward, right? It's just coming back to that message that if we surrender, which is ultimately what the universe is trying to teach us at all times, is trying to teach us two things at all times, acceptance and surrender. And just when you think you've surrendered, surrender again, right? Why would it try to teach us this? Well, it's trying to teach us that we're not in control (laughs) and the ego is not in control. Right? That the universe is way more powerful than we are. That's what it's trying to teach us. And that's not from an ego place. It's just a, a fact, right? And so when we can lean into the universe and surrender our own ideas of what is right and what is wrong and understanding that right and wrong is simply a perception and, a, and an illusion of, of the mind, then we can start to see the true gifts of the universe because it will start to present itself to you um so this can happen in many 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 different ways and many different lessons right and ultimately we need to see those lessons in order to learn from them and to surrender and accept them and if you've ever taken plant medicine or, or, or meditated really deeply and had an awakening, these are the answers that come up. Acceptance and surrender. And what does acceptance and surrender burgeon? It, it births love, forgiveness, abundance, all of these different energies that that can actually present themselves to you when you accept and surrender to what is to all that is instead of trying to change it right and we can start to separate ourselves from other people's egos and their intentions and their needs and wants and reactions to things when we can just simply accept and surrender to what is real And that's the awakening process. That's when we can start to really understand what's going on in the world, right? Is that we are these small, small, small specks of sand with no control whatsoever. And we can play and act with the universe, right? We can dance with the universe and we can start to move things and create things with, in co-creation with the universe. But we can't physically change the outcome of anything we can't 
be the only one that's changing things. We are always in co-creation with the universe, right? And the universe is reacting to our heart, our heart space. But when you lean in 100% to the universe, that's, that's the sweet spot right there. That's where the universe can say, okay, now you're ready to receive beyond what your mind can perceive. Now you're ready to receive beyond what your mind can perceive. And I think, I know that a lot of us Almost all of us believe that if we don't work for it, we don't earn it. You know, yeah, we need to work with the universe. Yeah, we need to put energy in and co-create with the universe. But we are already worthy of all of the abundance of the universe. We don't need to be anything. We don't need to strive for recognition, right? The universe will love you no matter what you do whether you're down and out without a penny, whether you've done something completely horrible and wrong, there's always that chance. There's always that opportunity to lean into the universe for acceptance and surrender. And the universe reacts to acceptance and surrender, right? At the end of our lives, we all pray. At the end of, at the end, In the end, we all pray. We all pray to a higher power. When we have nothing else, when we have no, nothing to lose, we pray to the universe. We pray to God. We pray to a higher power. So proactively doing that before you come to the end, before you come to a place where you feel like you need to pray, get down on your knees and pray. You know, think about what that would be like. And if you actually leaned in, if you gave up your ideas of what is right and wrong, and you asked to let me perceive this in a different way. I am open to perceiving this in a different way. I am open to creative possibilities, not just the possibilities of my mind, but the creative possibilities of the universe. Show me what you got, universe. Show me what you got. And when you start to open yourself up to actually seeing and witnessing some of that, then we start to reap the benefits of that work. That's the work is when you... Because it's it requires a lot of trust and a lot of faith and a lot of letting go of your own ego. Right? The ego tries to keep you small and tells you that's not real, that's silly, what are you doing? It wants to keep control of you because the only reality for the ego is the earthly plane in the body. It lives in the body, right? And the ego has a function and that's keeping the body alive. And so it works off of past experiences and it works off of fear. It really is that part of the brain that only relies on past experiences. That is its knowledge it has no other awareness except for what it has experienced in the past. That's it, right? So there's no other possibilities outside of the awareness of the ego. It only is rooted in what has already happened. And so it lives in the past and it takes those experiences into the future with it. And so every single decision that you make is um, guided by that fear, guided by those experiences. Without any opening 
to a new beginning or other possibilities. And so we have to consciously make that decision, right? Consciously choosing again and again and again and again, over and over and over and over to, to see a situation differently. I choose peace instead of this. I choose to see this differently. And when you can bring those mantras and that type of discussion into your mind, you're starting to feed the mind with new thoughts and rewire the mind to to seek curiosity, right? Bring that curiosity with you into different ideas, different perceptions. That's what's going to allow you to change or transform or elevate because you're willing to see something in a new light. So let's choose our card today here. See if this comes up. Could be a theme today. All right, so let's see what card this is. Okay, we have the card indestructible. Something in me came alive from the numbness to fight for myself. Something in me came alive from the numbness to fight for myself. So this card is all about awakening through like coming back from a really tough time, like going into the darkness and yeah, like sometimes we when we're going through a really tough time, we tend to numb ourselves so that we don't feel anything, right? But there's always that spark of light within you, that inner pure light of awareness that allows you. It, it's always awake. It's always there. It's always wanting to come back. It wants to fight for you. It wants you to see the world in a new way. And knowing that that inner light of awareness, is called the parusa, is indestructible. Nothing can harm it, no matter what experiences you've been through. Nothing can harm the pure inner light of awareness. It is always pure. It is always there. It's been there before you were born. It will live on after you die. You know, it doesn't take on experiences like the ego does. It doesn't take on experiences in a human form. It is always within you. And it's that spark of light behind the eyes. You can see it in other people. The spark of light, that fire. Right? Earth my body, air my breath, water my blood, fire my soul. So knowing that you, no matter what you choose in this world, no matter what possibilities you see or don't see, that you are indestructible. Nothing can harm who you really are inside. Yes, the body is destructible. Yes, the mind might be. But that pure inner light of awareness will live on, never born, never died. And in some way that gives us a freedom to live this life as a dream, right? Knowing that 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 parusa is going to come back in a different form anyways. We're going to keep living on in that parusa, keep experiencing the universe in that pure inner light of awareness. We are part of the universe. But right now in human form, what an opportune time, obviously. Um, You know, we've, we're part of the, we're that speck of the universe that has come to life to simply experience itself. The universe wanted to experience itself. 
And so it created you to have senses in order to experience, in order to feel, taste, touch, smell, feel all of this, this universal love, right? And you get to feel that in your vessel, but we need to be consciously aware of that. And I think that that is kind of that, that funny part of the universe. It kind of is like, well, we're going to give you this gift, but we're also going to give you a part of the mind that's going to make you function and, um, you know, survive in your body. But you have free will, right? So each of us has free will and the universe can't take over that free will unless we open ourselves up. We give that free will away. We consciously give it away. And so if we give it away, we say, I'm giving my free will away. I give this to you now, universe. Please perceive this for me because I cannot perceive it. I don't know how to perceive it. And it's okay to say, I don't know how to perceive the situation. I don't know how to perceive how I'm feeling. Universe, please help me. You know, just reach out your hand. That's what the universe wants. Just to see you be humble and open and give your free will away to the universe. And know that there's a higher power out there for you to do that that's always waiting to listen to you always waiting to help you learning to lean into that energy and so this is a lot this is a lot of information today um but i felt like i needed to to go to this place today um after the full moon and i didn't have a podcast yesterday because i was moving through all this stuff and you know um understanding that there's always this this bigger picture happening for us and that this life is happening for us not to us and that we have that opportunity to always come back you know and you're gonna go through those dark times we're we're all gonna go through them we're all gonna go through tough times even when you are on a spiritual journey and you are consciously working on yourself all the time. I mean, that's that's when you really start to see those shadow work times, right? And and witness them. And try not to spiritually bypass them, right? Try not to be like, well, it's all I need to start thinking positive again because you know life is great and da da da. No, the universe is asking you to go to that dark side of yourself. It's asking you to sit with it and just listen and not bypass it. You have to go through the darkness, not bypass it. So we have to understand that that those are the most fruitful moments. Those are the lessons. And if we choose to not go through them, then we will not elevate spiritually. Ooh, okay, so yeah, I hope that you enjoy your day and know, bring all this information with you so that you can start to see the opportunity in this spiritual elevation and that it's not easy, but when we start to move through those times, you know, the darker, the dark, the lighter, the light. You know, I truly believe those who have experienced deep, deep sorrow and deep, deep you know, almost depression, are the ones that get to experience the highest of the highs because they understand what it feels like to feel really low. And so when they feel happy, they feel it throughout their entire being. They understand what it feels like. And, And just to enjoy the flow of that, going in and out, in and out, and knowing that each one is not counterintuitive, but is supporting the other. 
right? All your emotions are supporting each other. So be healthy, drink lots of water, have your cacao ceremonies, (laughs) eat lots of fruit, go for a walk, meditate, and make sure you're treating yourself well. I love you all. Take care. I will be back on Friday, April 30th. Namaste.